Welcome to the PropTech Podcast. It's Kylie Davis here, and I'm delighted to be your host as we explore the brave new world where technology and real estate collide. The aim of each episode of PropTech Podcast is to introduce listeners to an innovator who is pushing the boundaries of what's possible. And together we'll explore the issues and challenges raised by the tech and how we can create amazing property experiences. So my guest in this episode is Dr. Dan Swan, the co-founder of Real AR, an innovator that turns 2D floor plans into a virtual building you can walk through using just your mobile phone. And it does this in just a few minutes. So let's dive right in. Dan, welcome to the show. I wanted to get from you, Dan, a little bit of an overview about Real AR and what's your elevator pitch? Okay, elevator pitch. That's something we've been working on. So uh, great, great way to start. Thank you. It's a really um, great pleasure to be here, Carly. So um, really, Real AR is for buyers and sellers of property uh, off the plan. So in other words, buildings that don't yet exist. Um, So what Realer is, is actually closing the gap between buyer understanding and customer sales. And we do that by um, providing life-size walkthroughs. So unlike a Matterport or a warehouse, um, because we're a mobile app, we work on a billion devices. We don't need any additional gear or equipment. And what we can do, we can actually use the magic of AR and mixed views so we can actually show uh, uh, customers and buyers actually what it is they're doing by Um, product visualization and spatial representation cool yeah cool so so what are the pain points that you're solving for buyers and sellers like why is this necessary well um we use the analogy that uh, i mean the big problem is um everything revolves off the plan off a 2d floor plan and if you don't fully understand what a 2d uh, floor plan does then it's one of those things that keeps people awake at nights, right? Yes. So, yep. and it's the flat 2D floor plan that dictates everything. It dictates what they buy and sign on a contract. It dictates what's approved by councils. It dictates what's actually their final dream property or their investment property. So it's super, it's super important. It's actually got a word, and I learned this in LA. It's called aphantasia, which is... The inability for people to visualize something in 3D. So that's, yeah, that's actually the the problem we're solving. So, yeah, so when you're laying, you know, a bed at night and thinking, oh, shit, I'm trying to, you know, I want to sign off this this product. All I've had is either fake 3D images, all we've had is a 2D plan, all we've done is walk through, you know, a, a display home that is nothing like, um, the house that I'm buying. And, mm. important. and I did it months ago. Yeah. Yeah, well, so yeah. you would know. So you, yeah. you, what you also have to do is connect the dots um, between the design that you're buying and then reconcile that on the actual piece of land that you want to buy and build on, right? So it's a huge problem. We, we probably spend more time, um, you know, test driving cars than we do in real estate in general. And off the planet's almost impossible because it doesn't yet exist. So we, we kind of use the analogy that it's like going into a BMW car showroom and a display, you know, only shows you one type. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you want to see the whole range. And more importantly, you want to see the budget range as well. So um, back on the other side, I mean, you know, for the, for the builders or developers, um, uh, doing things like, uh, you know, building display homes is a huge tertiary cost. So that therefore they want to maximize that investment and, and we I totally understand that. And so then there becomes a delta between what the consumer sees in the display room and what it is they're actually buying. So, you know, these things are fitted out to absolutely look gorgeous and convey the message of what's different, you know, transferring their their emotional um interactions from a home to a house so yeah and we're, we're you know it's early days for us and that's that's the gap that we're trying to we're, we're trying to close between that buyer understanding and the customer sales fantastic and i love that i love that what's that word aphantasia because i know like we've done we, we've built a property and we've um, done renovations and and i think that's probably the most stressful part in a you know, husband-wife partnership of when you're trying to say, looking at the plans and going, is this what we want? And really the answer is often, well, we don't know. We think it is, but we you, you just don't have that feel for it, do you, like you do walking through an existing an existing property. And you, there's always that leap of faith, which is utterly terrifying. Yeah. Um, yep. we, we did a lot of research early on and we found, we worked with actually a great lady. Um, I need to give her uh, a shout out, Amelia, who, who runs a great podcast as well called Undercover Architect. I'm sure you know her. Um, mm -hmm. We had a, great, um, a few great conversations with her and, and some of her um, user base. And, you know, the, the biggest thing is that people just don't want to stuff it up. Right? Yeah. So, well, there's big money and lots of time and lots of, well, disruption, I guess, um, possible yeah i mean that's exactly right so you know whether whether um you know you're doing a you know your first build or whether you're building you know a multi-million dollar complex there's always we interviewed everyone there's always something that people want to change so yeah. our, i guess mantra is our thesis is that pixels are cheaper than bricks in other words it's much easier to change a line on the plan uh and then see it visually than it is to, you know, later knock down a wall. So that's, that's a huge driving force between, you know, everything that we do. So, so tell us a little bit about how big is this as a market size? Like how, what's the opportunity for Real AR? And, and you mentioned Matterport before, they're one of your competitors or, and what about Deacrit and people like that? Yeah, they're kind of um, uh, they're kind of indirect. There's, there's, it's a very fragmented market, marketplace. So it's, it's you know, uh, there's a lot of direct and indirect versions. Actually, mostly indirect. Um, but the market size for residential off the plan in Australia is really quite big. It's, it's. I think the RBA, the the Bank of Australia, uh, last year said it was worth about seventy billion dollars. Um, and we're, of course, we, we're, of course, here, you know, on this program uh, in North America trying to actually address both, you know, the Canadian and the U.S. markets. Uh, and I think that's got some outraged figure, which I'm not even going to talk about. But it's, um, you know, the, the opportunity is, is huge in terms of uh, residential. The, uh, the thing that we're also looking at is extending out to commercial, which is even more exciting. So we've got a really... Um, double down and, and think about what are core markets here because of course in North America the the market is 
crazy. Yeah. Um, it's going really fast. So the problem isn't, you know, the problem isn't um, one of supply and demand, let me say. There's, there's more demand than there is supply. So we have to look at things differently to the Australian market, which is how do we increase the value rather than being a, a lead generation tool, which is something that we've been, been done previously. Um, but back on the competition, yeah, I mean, um, Matterport's a great product, but it's actually quite different to us. We use that as a reference because it's such a, you know, fantastic industry standard. Uh, likewise, Diacrypt, but we're also competing with um, things like, you know, those big life-size walk-through warehouses. So actually where, you know, people paid quite a lot of money, much more expensive than us, to beam down a flat 2D floor plan into a life-size space. Um, or even or even the agents that go above and beyond and actually bother to, um, you know, drive a, a, a customer, a lead to um, the actual piece of land they want to buy and build on and they start pacing out with a spray can. You know, that's actually, again, a little bit of um, something that we're, uh, in this case, trying to enable as well. So it's a very interesting time in a very interesting marketplace at the moment. Let's just... Pause there for a moment and hear a quick word from our sponsors. As we all know, the problems of the world can always be solved with good company and good wine. And for a truly great wine, check out Smidge Wines from the McLaren Vale in South Australia. Smidge Wines has been rated five red stars by the James Halliday Australian Wine Companion since 2017. So whether you love a big bold Shiraz, a beautiful well-rounded Cabernet Sauvignon, or a Montepulciano, a Tempranillo, or a Fiano, check out smidgewines.com, sold exclusively online and proud to be official wine of Australian prop tech. So, yeah, so tell me a little bit about the tech that's driving it for you guys, because um, you're using your mobile phone, isn't it? You can do it on your phone. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, we use, we're, we, we call it augmented real estate. We try not to use, I hate acronyms. Uh, yeah. I hate talking about AR uh, because that also leads very uh, easily into VR, which we're 100% not. Um, yeah. And there's a few reasons for doing that because, um, uh, you know, VR uh, and 3D is nothing new in our business. I mean, it's been around for decades, um, of, you know, 3D AutoCAD especially. VR, you know, a lot of people have tried VR stuff and unsuccessfully and actually found that it's damaged a lot of their brands because they've tried to go a little bit too deep with, you know, choosing colour pickers and then those colour pickers of fixture and fittings don't actually match the, the real um, true uh, colour of the fixture and fit. Uh, fittings that they end up with mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that we'd, we'd, we're very different to VR is that we have that mixed reality view so we actually pull in a lot of light natural real light into our spaces and what that does I guess it's a number of things it, it means that a lot of the surfaces and a lot of the walls and a lot of the renderings actually become have a, a, a truer sense of realism but on top of that, it actually reflects the aspect, whether it's north-facing north or not, um, but also how much light is coming through that. So you can really get a sense of that space either first thing in the morning through your bedroom window as you become to wake up uh, or later on in the evening if you're in your, uh, the open living space, you know, and on your deck and you want to, you know, understand what it's like to, you know, have a sundowner down there, you know, in that space. 
So I can see that it's it's an absolutely an amazing product for being able to see what it's like to be inside the property. What is it? How does it work? Or do, is there any advantages to how it fits with neighbours or things like that? You mentioned before that you know council approvals they're often quite contentious because neighbours imagine what the what the experience of the property is going to be like on them. How, is there any role there? Uh, yeah, I mean the um, we definitely add most value on um, on interiors, but also you can actually walk around uh, the actual house and understand its position on the on the actual block. So whether you'll be peering into neighbours' bathrooms or things like that. Yeah, and and you can actually even uh, the reverse. More importantly, I think we we talked to Queensland state government who have kicked off a number of more more bespoke projects now. Um, but they were, you know, they get in inundated with um, you know community feedback, and it's the scenario is is that you know you may have a neighbour, you may know them for years, your kids all may go to school, suddenly you're you know either extending or doing a knockdown in your house. And quite naturally, everyone starts freaking out. And, you know, if you show them a floor plan, a flat 2D floor plan, that doesn't tell them anything, really. So if you can show them an AR model um, that they can see on the block and get a feel for what it's like, generally nine times out of ten that, you know, that relaxes and they kind of go, oh, well, that's actually going to be a nice house. It's not going to be, you know, too... Um, uh, too many levels too high is yep. block my view in fact it's actually going to be a gorgeous development that's probably going to add add value to the whole to my place so, <laughs> yeah exactly so there's something in it for me too right we we're all worried about that so and councils get inundated and nine times out of ten um you know that's what it is of course it's never going to really solve a, a truly contentious so if they decide to you know knock down town hall uh, in Brisbane, for an, as an example, then it's never going to solve that. Those really, you know, big uh, community consultations. But yeah, I mean, mm. essentially, you can of course um, look at a house on a block. It is limited to, um, you know, we've uh, we've struggled with a few skyscrapers. Uh, we do things differently there, and we have to do some manual stuff. And um, uh, we got sent an airport once, once just at, just outside of uh, Chicago, and that that broke our tech. But <laughs> Uh, if it's a uh, you know a pretty reasonable style house, you know we're after all trying to view on our on our phones, so we're trying to make it very quick and easy for people. Cool. So, so with the tech, you basically have your floor plan and you take a photo of it, or how does it, or, or take a photo of it through the system? How does it work? Yeah. So we we initially started, um, of course, converting three D models. So we we actually you know today support um, all Autodesk. Uh, formats, so Revit, 3D Studio Max, AutoCAD, all those, um, ArchiCAD, and even SketchUp. But we quickly found, and that, that's great if you're, you know, in if you're a commercial business and you have access to those kind of plans. Um, but then for consumers, we found that you know it was obviously very expensive. So you're you're absolutely right. We we then started um, bootstrapping a. Uh, machine learning platform, which means that we can now uh, take a flat 2D plan and basically create a life-size walkthrough, basically create a 3D model. So, you know, if you look at us from a worst case scenario, um, 3D modeling that used to take, you know, uh, days, if not weeks, 
Hmm. Now take um, hours, if not minutes. We wow. part of this part of what we're doing at the moment is actually creating a a roadmap where we can accelerate that and actually make that happen in real time. So you can literally take a photograph of a plan from a brochure or even from a website from I don't know realestate.com or something else and actually do that um, conversion. Currently there's a bit of a lag. It, you know, we sort of set the expectations up to 24 hours. But yeah, you can take a photograph, upload a flat 2D um, floor plan and away you go. The, the machine learning, the magic of AI creates a model for us plus also some really uh, light rendering. The, the advantage of that, it's very good at doing iterations, right? So if you want to really, if you're worried about the third bedroom and you want your architect or designer to, you know, make it bigger with the risk of, you know, the balance of not having enough light in that bigger space, then we can quickly uh, solve that problem for, for our customers. So that's really wow. cool. That's something we're quite proud of. Yeah. So, so you need to have an app downloaded, I'm assuming, to, to use it? Yeah, the app is free to download. Uh, yep. Plug, obviously, you can go to realar.com. Yep. Or just search Real AR Places on either the Apple App Store or the Google App Store. And already it's packed full of free demos. So if you want to get a feel for what AR means, you can see the, um, you know, the super quick versions, but you can also see some of the high-res versions. So that's the a manual version version of what we would call a display home. So it's a bit glossier, it's a bit shinier, yeah. and, uh, you know, presents a lot lot better than the uh, the, the the super vast con conversions. Wow. Okay. So we'll include some. Uh, we'll include the links to all of that on the show in the show notes. Um, so how long have you been working on it for, Dan? Uh, well, well, Keith and I have been working on this for a couple of years now. So Keith and I um, actually have been working together for more than 10 years. Mm -hmm. uh, he was actually my uh, customer at News Corp. Um, he headed up the mobile division. I was working for one of the largest digital services companies in Australia. And we did a lot of heavy lifting uh, media tech. So a lot of, you know, systems engineering and that sort of stuff that's required for, for big media sites. Um, his background is actually as a Silicon Valley engineer. He's at Netscape. Um, yep. Wow. He sat, you know, a couple of desks. From, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Internet 1.0. Yeah. Um, and sat a couple of desks away from Mark Anderson, who by proxy is a bit of an investor at the moment, which is quite funny. Um, so, yeah, I actually worked on some of the very first um, VR uh, browsers, which were super early. I mean, you know, way early. Bleeding edge. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, my background is, I guess, as a tech entrepreneur, I was very lucky. I left university and went from a two-person windowless office in Cambridge, UK, to you know a, an amazing, incredible journey where we IPO'd on the Nasdaq, and then eventually uh, the business was bought by Oracle. And what, what was the name of that business? Uh, it was. It evolved into. It was actually an Australian business. So a co company that founded that was founded in, in Melbourne that eventually bought us called Retech Retail Technology, uh, and they, they in the dot com days we did retail dot com. So we we're doing a lot of ERP systems, competing with SAP um, in all the major tier one retailers around the world. So you know Disney Gap in the US um, here in Australia, Mitre Ten. Uh, and uh, Grace Brothers now Maya, so um, that was a very exciting uh, journey. We we both ended up in Australia and and um, f 
fell in love with our respective wives and ended up spending Good to know. <laughs> a lot more time than we had probably first planned. And so, um, yeah, so we've, we've kind of known each other for a long time. I got involved with one of his startups as a, as a small investor and then started scaling that up. Uh, that was in digital publishing and we, we you know, we, we kind of won in Australia and beat people like Adobe, uh, but we found it, you know, digital publishing publishers is a very poor asset class. So, um, uh, you know, that's what we like about this industry is that, you know, real estate is obviously a huge, huge, amazing dynamic market, which we, which we love. So we're very much focused on trying to scale, um, real AR in ways that we hadn't scaled um, that particular business. And one of the reasons why we're here in North America at the moment is to try and do that. So you said before that the Australian market, according to the Reserve Bank, was what, about 70 billion, 90 billion? Yeah. yeah. And and the scale of the US to Australia in real estate terms is, well, there's about 80,000 agents in Australia and there's a 1.3 million agents in the US. So it's usually what times... I can't do the math, but there's like a 10, 10 times what we've got. Is that right? I think, yeah, it's, it's, it, well, I think it trans- it's about 411 billion uh, US. I mean, it's the US market. I mean, Canada's yeah. a, a wee bit bigger than, than Australia, but mm. then you throw in US and it's just insane. So I think it's, yeah, I think it's about 411 billion wow. um, for US and Canada. So, cool. yeah, it's, a, it's an insanely large, but addressable market, we think. And that's where we're trying to be very, very focused. The PropTech podcast is brought to you by Home Prezzo. Let's hear a quick message from our sponsors. As a real estate agent, you know you need to be doing more content marketing, but creating posts for social media, creating videos and reports is hard work, lots of hard work, and it takes time. But that's why you need Home Prezzo. If you're a typical agent posting one or two social media posts a week, Homeprezzo can save you between 75 to 100 hours a year. How many more properties could you sell with if you had that time back? Homeprezzo can help you create engaging, informative videos about how the property market in your local suburb is performing. Plus it makes creating suburb reports, rental videos for landlords and social media infographics an absolute piece of cake. If you can type in a suburb or type an address, you can create a Prezzo using Home Prezzo in just a few minutes. Listeners to the PropTech podcast receive a 14-day free trial. Now that's twice as long as the normal free trial. So go to homeprezzo.com.au and click the sign up button and use the code PropTech to get your extended free trial or click the link in our show notes. And so we've been talking about the benefits to buyers and sellers and to um, architects and and councils, how would how could real estate agents be using this, or, or how do you feel that you're going to be you're going to change or influence the real estate transaction between agent and client? Yeah, that's a that's a really great question, and that's actually something that we looked at almost straight away. In fact, part of this business um, kind of was born out of I was selling a property in Sydney. Um, just sort of on the cusp where things were starting to slow down, uh, not quite sort of full-blown. And, um, you know, we decided to go for auction. So we had came down to two real estate agents 
and we looked at their auction clearance. I'm a, I'm a very much a, you know, marketer plus systems and network thinker. So my brain was hardwired into lead generation. So I, um, I came down to two agents. We looked at their data and their clearance rates and we met them both and we kind of, you know, really quite liked them both. Um, but then I started looking at their lead generation pool and one of them really stood out um, above the other because they were actually selling property off the plan, right? So I want to be part of that budget pool instead of um, just having, you know, 20 um, uh, residential property sales, you know, four or $5,000. It was much better to be part of a larger pool uh, where agents were also selling in the mix off the plan. And that was the thing that was decisive for us. And we got an amazing uh, price uh, for our property when we sold it in Sydney. So. Um, that's, it's, it's a great question because that's where we started, but then we started working with, um, you know, a lot of the, uh, guys in Sydney have big conversations with Tim Foote about this. And we think probably for the direct residential sales, we're not quite there yet. Um, you know, agents really love to present that property instead of a home to a house. We yep. don't have the same emotional connection we, we don't have pictures of the family over the fireplace and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So we're more about that spatial visualization. So um, we think we will get there. And of course, that'll when that market comes alight, we'll think it will really take off. So we don't think um, we, our, our user experience, we're kind of, it works uh, um, really well, but it works really well in the same way a, a taxi app works really well. Um, we want the Uber experience where it just works seamlessly and you just, you know, you fire up the Uber app and there's just cabs and you press a button and then you get one, right? So AR is still in an evolving um, technology. So um, when we get to being um, buttery smooth, yeah. then we think agents will start really taking this up. So I guess this is a good technology for agents to be looking at now and starting to think about what the potential and the possibility is for them. One of the potentials I can see is if you've got a property from someone who just will not declutter or, I mean, or will not strip it back to its um, basics or a hoarder or something like that, you guys give a very stripped down version of the property from the from the floor plan. So maybe that's a good way to present it without needing to show people all the <laughs> the drama that goes with it. Yeah, I mean, you know, foreign markets is a big one. We've already identified that here. Everyone's talking about foreign markets because there's such, you know, strong uh, demand from the domestic and the way that they can increase, increase their yields is by um, going uh, to, you know, uh, a, a much wider foreign investment market. And so um, we can, you know, they see this here as being a really big point of differentiation in, in a hot market as well. Um, so, yeah, being able to view property and not be there, being able to, you know, uh, select um, uh, a range of different properties very, very quickly and boil it down to the final, you know, two or three that they want to finalise. Yeah, they're the con- kind of conversations that we're having here right now. Yeah, great. And so I guess one of the ways that you would be influencing the transaction in the future would be allowing people to do a walkthrough without having to lose their Saturday just to get it down to those to that short list. Yeah, exactly. We, we've got a what's called a, a big, hairy, audacious goal to eventually um, become a marketplace. And so we can do... We're probably... Um, more focused, you'll see us evolve as 
a very much a, a data um, company uh, and a data-driven company. Um, what does that mean? Well, it means that we can actually track the, uh, the different designs so we can, from a lead generation um, point of view, we can very easily track between a hot lead and a cold, uh, cold lead, which obviously for brokers and agents is, um, is very important. But then more importantly, we can, um, as, a, as a user goes through um, that property, we can also heat map it and again, give that back to the sales guys and brokers as actionable sales intelligence. So wow. in a residential property, um, you know, it's a family that's, uh, that's getting bigger and that's why they want to get a bigger plan uh, off the plan house then we can tell the, tell the agents uh, whether it's the second, everyone goes to the open living space, the same as, you know, uh, physical property. Uh, but if they're always going to the second or third bedroom, then again, that becomes an actionable point of concern that the agent or the designers can come back and really work with them and, and help them address those issues. And we think that's really exciting. Um, and, you know, the, the, that leads us to really interesting avenues which um, a, lot of, a lot of the teams here are getting very excited about. Fantastic. So now you guys were recently selected as what, one of 10 as part of this Collier's Accelerator out of a catchment of 750 applicants. Congratulations on that. What, I mean, that's huge. Um, but what does that, what does it, <laughs> oh, done. I'm done. I, I've been, this is week three for us and I'm still, you know, kind of pinching myself as I think, the rest of the uh, the cohort and the class here is as well. Yeah. yeah so thank you, thank you so much. That's right. But what's it what's it going to let you do? What does being part of this accelerator program bring to you guys? Because you already have offices in I saw in Ireland, in in um, in Australia, obviously the UAE, and uh, where else? There was somewhere else that was US. Yeah. Oh, US, of course. Yep. Yeah, so the um, the UAE is a is a is a shared virtual office. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, we we actually have more serviceable presence in Europe. Um, we've got some guys on the ground in Ireland, which is great. Um, I'm now here in the US, and we've obviously got some team um, still in Australia in the Gold Coast, which is it's just really cool. But yeah, I mean the the amazing thing about um, TechStars is that it is such a huge worldwide network that helps entrepreneurs um, succeed and their um, you know their their hit rate is 90% of um, startups they've got I think I've got a network of 2200 at the moment um, and they've got some very uh, exciting announcements on top of that coming up over the next um, year or so um, but their hit rate is that 90% of those startups that go through the accelerator are still running and still growing uh, as businesses, which is the complete um, reverse of the rest of the injury, which is we all know nine out of 10 startups fail. So they've been able to flip that statistic absolutely on its head. And um, so for us, that's a huge stamp of approval. approval. You know, they're no, the number two accelerator in the world after Y Combinator, but, but even in the prop tech space, um, they have a, an amazing reputation um, because of what they've achieved with the, especially the last um, 
uh, the last cohort that ran was just enormously successful. So Demo Day last year was, um, I think, 850 people, and the space that they've got reserved this year will be for uh, 1,500. So wow. I'm, I'm quietly nervous when I'll be pitching because a lot of the room will be full of VCs um, from around the world. Um, so it's seriously exciting. But, yeah, it's one of the few accelerators that actually has serious pull that we would actually consider, consider you know, seriously uh, going on. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be amazing. Fantastic. Well, look, Dan, it's been absolutely fantastic to talk to you about the um, role of AR and its growing influence on um, real estate. Um, I'm really looking forward to hearing how you guys go at in the Collier's Accelerator. Um, if people want to, listening to the podcast, want to um, engage with you guys or reach out, what's the uh, best best way? Uh, either go to realar.com or you can email uh, hello at realar.com. That'll come, that comes to me as well as the team. Obviously, there's a bit of a lag and, you know, we're, we're up here in North America at the moment, so I'll try and get back to you personally. Um, but, yeah, please do um, hit me up. Um, also heavy on LinkedIn, um, lots of connectivity on LinkedIn, which is uh, a good source as well. So um, you can look me up on there. And I really look forward to talking to anyone that we can, um, we can help with. Fantastic. Cool. Um, so, look, thanks so very much for your time. We'll include those contact details in the show notes. Um, but, Dan, um, Swan, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much, Kyle. It was a real pre pleasure. And uh, thank you so much for inviting me on. So that was Dan Swan, the co-founder of the really exciting Real AR. Now, as someone who has built a property and remembers full well the meltdowns that my husband and I had, although mainly my husband, worrying about whether what we were going to do was really going to meet our needs, I can see that this technology has huge potential because we're talking really big money here, folks, that um, people building properties are investing. And combined with the fact that these are people's homes, which we all know really amps up the stress levels. So the idea that that stress could be alleviated by downloading a free app to help us visualize our floor plans is phenomenal. So what I love is that it creates wins for everybody when it comes to a new property. It makes it easier for architects and designers to share their vision and to ensure that the clients feel comfortable that the home they're designing is exactly what they want it to be. I love that it's helping neighbours and councils get a feel for the true impact of the new development in a way that removes a lot of their fear. And in the real estate space, I love that it's going to allow property buyers to speed up their assessments of a property without needing to lose their Saturdays walking through a pile of different homes. And with the Real AR team part of the Collier's Accelerator in the US, I reckon you should watch this space with Real AR. It is going to take off. Now, if you'd like to find out more about Real AR, you can go to our show notes at kyliedavis.com.au forward slash proptechpodcast forward slash Real AR, and we will put you in touch with um, Dan and the team. I'd like to thank my audio support, Charlie Hollands, and our sponsors, Smidge Wines, official wines of the PropTech community, and HomePrezzo, creating content from your data, who are both very proud supporters of PropTech innovation. So thanks, everyone. Until next week, keep on PropTeching.